Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Ellie. And you've got it. Together, we make Nelly. So, I just want to introduce ourselves. As you've already gleamed, I am Nick. I am 25 years old, married to my lovely wife, Ellie. Currently living in Shepherd's Bush, living the high life of being an accountant, working for a big property company. And I'm Ellie. I'm 24 years old. Wishing I was still 23 there in my head. I also live in Shepherd's Bush with my husband, Nick. Darling um, husband, Nick. <laughs> and I work in sales. We've decided to do a podcast. We want to share our thoughts on things that we like. We want to share things that we found. We want to just share our life with you guys, whether it's just small little day-to-day tips or big life advice that we want to share. Or maybe... <laughs> Sorry. We're just kind of introducing what it's like to be married at 23, when we got married. Yeah. Now, Actually, 24, 25, and obviously it will increase as time goes on. But yeah, basically what we're going to do is we're going to give you an insight into our little world as we try to navigate our way through our 20s, navigate our way as we learn about ourselves, about being adults, and living together and being married, because, yep, let's face it, we did it pretty early. Yeah, actually, a lot of our friends thought it was a bit weird to begin with, and um, when we first told them, it was almost like a bit of shock, maybe? I mean, no one was terribly surprised that we were going to get married, because we'd been dating for quite a long time, we were quite serious. We started dating in uni, and because we lived in the same house, we had full-on relationship I don't know if that's the right word to describe it it was it, it was just a very serious relationship I suppose no one thought it was just like a you know six-month fling yeah exactly and also because our families live very close together but yeah so it just meant that every time that we went home from uni as well we either split it at my family's or his family's so we never really spent any time apart from the age of like 19 <laughs> yeah yeah. And so, that's how we get here today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we just want to share some tips about what it's like to get married so young, you know, how you know you've met the right person. A lot of your friends may think it's a bit weird, so maybe how to introduce it to them that you're going to get married. Or fend off that age-old question, which I got every time. Are you pregnant? Yeah. That is something you have to be ready for if you are a woman. So obviously not every week we're going to talk about the fact that we got married at 23 because that would just be boring. I think, I guess today we're just addressing the elephant in the room because everybody is going to be like, oh my God, like we want to hear a bit more about it. But then going forward, what we're going to do is we will talk to you about what we've been up to, like any recommendations we have around London or anywhere else really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just sort of like let you into the funny bits of our life as well. You know, we're not perfect. We're not 100% there all the time. But we've got a good thing going and we're going to share it with you guys. Yeah. And actually, you know something we haven't shared with them yet, Ellie? Monty. That's right. Little Monty. Our baby little cat. And actually, this will probably be another topic that we bring up um, because we're both quite into pets, specifically cats. I mean, I like dogs as well, and Ellie is slowly warming to the idea. But yeah, we have a little two-year-old cat. Her name is Monty. Don't ask why she's called Monty. I know it's a boy's name. 
wasn't actually our fault. The vet sexed her wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it suits her well. I mean, she's a Monty through and through now. But yes, yeah, she's our number one fan. She's sat in here right now listening to us as we sit in our lovely little palace, which is actually a house share with my sister and her fiancé in London. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of marriages under one roof, haven't we? Okay, so um, what advice would you give to someone who's getting married young? And let's talk about friends. So telling your friends that you're getting married. What would you say to them? How would you break it? Did you have any troubles? No, I think the first person I broke it to, apart from my sister and my family, was my best friend, Lauren, who... Big it up, Lauren. (laughs) Who um, was in a very, I think... Like, she was in an event, actually, because it happened on New Year's Eve. She was at an event, and she started screaming. She couldn't believe it. Um, so she was very excited. And then came our next amazing friend, Grace. I oh, know. No, I was going to go whoop, whoop, but... <laughs> yeah, GJ, that one's for you. Um, so, yeah, Grace equally was super excited. And then after that, we kind of just filtered the news down. Um, I think, who did you tell me? Well, it was much easier for me because I don't really have that many friends. So <laughs> <laughs> I just had to call two of my friends who ended up being my best men because, again, I have no other friends, uh, Tom and Harry. Um, and my friends. He loves my friends. Yeah, 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 obviously, yeah. But, you know, um, my bros. school friends, my bros, yeah. Uh, So I told them I was also very lucky. I didn't really have to tell my family because I engaged Ellie whilst we were on holiday together with my family in the snowy Alps. Quite a romantic setting, not going to lie. Although it would have been a lot more helpful if uh, there hadn't been a thousand children around us when I was down on one knee trying to show Ellie the ring. Made it all the more atmospheric to have a little girl screaming with excitement while I was crying. (laughs) Yeah. So, did you find that any of your friends were weird about you getting engaged? Not really my direct friends. My direct friends were really, really supportive, really excited. Um, More sort of like acquaintances. I remember us going to a party quite soon after we got engaged and they, one girl walked up to me and was like, oh my god, are you pregnant? Is that why you're engaged? And, I mean, I was stood there on my second glass of Prosecco and I was, honestly, I don't think I would be drinking this much if I was pregnant. No, I'm not. But I guess at least good on her. She asked it outright. I think it was maybe more some of the older people that thought it might be a bit of a shotgun wedding for that reason. But no, it wasn't. It was purely love. Oh. Oh, isn't that sweet? I think with me... Not many of my friends were against me getting married. I don't think at all. I think a couple of them were surprised. I'm pretty sure Tom and Harry did think that <clears throat> I was getting married quite young. Um, in terms of breaking it to them, though, I think I was just upfront and honest. Told them that I loved you. want to spend my life with you. Aww. <laughs> and I think that is the way that you would manage it, is just be honest and Let's face it, if you've got good friends, they're not going to be against you getting married. As you said, all of our close friends were really supportive, really lovely. Most of them were part of the wedding party anyway, so it wasn't an issue. They were totally with us, weren't they? 
I think it's only really seen as something that's strange anyway because it's, I guess, it used to be really, really common for people to get married this young, but they're not. Yeah, nowadays. Nowadays, it's more towards your late 20s, your early 30s, and we just decided on this occasion, well, (laughs) on this occasion, it's not happened more than once, uh, we just decided for us it worked at this stage, and that's what we wanted to do. We kind of wanted to have a life together before we settled down and had a family, build a career, and then sort of just enjoy times together. Yeah, okay. I guess this question is more for me than it is for you because I guess the men initiate it. But I'm going to ask you first, how did you know that I was the right one? Why did you say yes? And um, yeah, what made you sure that it was the right decision? I think that this is a question that actually everybody wants to know. Like, how do you know? How how do you make that commitment? Yeah, because it is a big, big commitment. Yeah, I guess it's the guy that makes the question, but the girl... Equally, you have to say yes, yeah. So how did I know? Well, I guess this could end, this could go one of two ways. Either be really brutal or be really smushy and lovey-dovey. I think the main thing is I knew that I really enjoyed your company. I felt myself around you. I've been with people before who were ni- nice enough, but we just didn't have the same click. I wouldn't say that you and I are on on paper. That's such a stupid thing to say, but... It's like a Love Island thing, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't say that we're 100% my My type type on paper. (laughs) No, it's just because you're really into gaming, um, and comparatively, I... You are the biggest girly girl on the planet. Ellie loves shopping, Ellie loves the colour pink, she loves to bake. Literally, the biggest girl on the planet. Uh, And those things really don't interest you. And so I guess in that sense, oh, well, what do you have in common? It's not really about having things in common. Like we do have stuff in common, obviously, Excel being one of them, both love Excel. But oh, yeah, I think able... we've just alienated 90% of our audience. <laughs> it's just being able to be compatible, you know, and work with each other. Like I love the fact that he's really passionate about something in this case, it's his computers and things like that. He's really talented and I really admire that. And I guess it's no different than if I was with somebody that really enjoyed football. I wouldn't, I'd still be really different to them because I don't, you know, watch football on a regular basis. I wouldn't be able to talk to them as easily about it. Sorry, GJ, I do support (laughs) you and your Chelsea love. Um, But yeah, I think I realised that so, wanted... no. what? I'm in the middle of talking. Oh, right, sorry. Go on. <laughs> Someone got bored. No, no, no I was gonna, because I feel like, I feel like uh, we've strayed off my question a little bit. No, we haven't. How did How you know? know? Yeah. All right, go on, continue. I was just about to answer it. You just completely spoke over me. I'm sorry. Rude. So, yeah, basically, I knew because I wanted to spend time with you. I really enjoy your company. You make me feel happy. You make me laugh a lot of the time. Oh my god, I love how you love doing dinner parties as well. I really enjoy doing that. Actually, um, yeah, that's something we both definitely yeah, have in common. Like We're cooking. both. Yeah, and I really, really enjoy the fact that you let me dress you up. <laughs> like in boys' clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It doesn't get you wondering. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do 
I think that's how I knew. But it was also things that like when things started to happen in my day, I know this sounds really lame, but I didn't always want to just like run and tell my mum or my sister I started to want to tell you. And you became like more and more of an important figure. And I just enjoy getting like your opinion on things. And also I can be one of those people that's quite harsh on themselves and a bit stressy. Yes, I said it. And I feel like you helped me with that. You make me, oh my God, here we go, guys. You make me a better person. There we go. She said it. <laughs> Cheesy points. So go on, Nicholas. How did you know? I think for me, the biggest thing was, and you kind of you kind of already mentioned it, but I think it is a really massive thing and really helps you know if someone is right for you is you just end up thinking about them all the time you know it doesn't have to be like a massive thinking every single second of the day but you'll find that whatever you're doing wherever you're doing it your thoughts will just drift over to that other person and yeah that is definitely for me the biggest indicator that I was in love with you and yeah the fact that even though we don't have a hundred things in common whenever we're together it just feels right we talk really well, we kind of get on really well, even though we do, you know, fight, we do niggle, it's not like a relationship where it's magic and everything is all roses. We, we do have fights, but the important thing is, and again, this well, we is... We have conflicts of opinion, don't we? These are definitely, okay, in Ellie's family, they're, you know, there are never fights, it's always like conflicts of opinion. They're, they're, they're fights, I mean, that's what I'd call them. Um, and yeah, so... Even though we do have fights, it's how we deal with it afterwards. And I know that is super corny, but it's corny for a reason. Like, there is an element of truth in that. And after a fight, we usually are quite good. We talk about, you know, why the other was upset and what was going on. And we try to address our issues. We end up laughing. Yeah. Um, no, we never go to bed on a fight. Also, I can't stay angry at him. I just end up laughing. It's very annoying. I'm far too sexy. <laughs> Very annoying and very inconvenient when I'm really trying to make a point. Um, yeah, I think it's just one of those things that I hate it when people normally say this, but I am going to say it. You just know, you know. It feels right, but you have no second thoughts yeah. at all. Yeah, totally. There's no way we could give you a checklist. So if you if you are in love with someone and you're thinking about engaging to them, my advice would be, do it. There we go. Obviously, we're not advocating that everybody goes out and gets married now at, like, the early 20s. No, 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 no. I think everyone <laughs> everyone should get engaged now. I, I just don't think... I just don't think people should be scared of it just because, like, oh, I'm too young or I haven't played the field or whatever. I mean, what even comment is that playing the field? But I just think that, you know, you shouldn't be afraid if it's not because you're not 30 or you're not 27... Like, don't think that you're making a mistake. You're not. Who knows what the future's going to hold? You could equally be 30 years old and get married and it might all go wrong. Nobody knows. But if you think it's right, do it. Yeah, I completely agree. If you, if you feel the connection and if you are in love with someone and you, you know, you're, you're never going to know if you can spend the rest of your life with them because you can't predict the future. But if you feel like you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, ask them. I mean, this kind of like brings up the question, how do I know 
fair into me? How do I know she or he is going to say yes? Which is actually something, you know, we, we've got a list of topics down here, but we haven't written it down. But I think this is quite an interesting one, actually, because for me, I kind of knew Ellie was going to say yes, because we were that lame couple that would talk about getting married and what we would do if we got married. And yes, that doesn't directly translate into me knowing that Ellie is going to say yes 100%. But it does give me a pretty good idea that if I do pop the question, Ellie will hopefully say yes. I think the general advice here is... Trust your instinct. <clears throat> yes, yeah? trust your instinct. And there's also signs. <laughs> so if she is talking about marriage, if she's talking about buying a home with you, you know... Every girl has a secret Pinterest board. <laughs> exactly. If you catch her looking at wedding rings, um, you know, I think it's a pretty good sign. I mean, you never look at wedding rings, mate. You always look at an engagement ring, like... <laughs> yeah, I guess it's true. Diamonds before gold, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think we have to be honest, though. You know, marriage is something that is not going to always be 100% easy. You do... You're living with a completely different person. Obviously, being married, you're... How do you term it? You're, you're more... Not more committed, because there are people that have been together for years that are like married. That's not the right word. But I guess you're bound. You're bound by a legally binding contract. It is a contract, yeah. So you do have that, like, it's not as easy to just be like, okay, well, I can walk away from this or whatever. So, you know, when times are hard, you just sometimes have to be like, okay... Well, I'd say this actually in any relationship. I wouldn't just say this if you're married and you're young. You have to step back and think, well, what what am I doing as well? But I think my main point here, I've strayed a bit, is that you have to be aware that there are going to be times where it is going to be hard... Of course it is. You're yeah. young. Yeah. You're trying to work out still who you are. And many a time you hear that your 20s are your hardest years because you're still very much working out where you want to go, what you want to do, what kind of person you are. So you're doing that as well as doing it with somebody else that's going to be with you for the rest of your life. And in some ways, that's really nice though because you learn to grow together. And it's just making sure, though, that obviously you're aligned and you're not polar opposite completely and you have different goals because obviously that's really awkward. Yeah, that's something that we didn't really touch on either. The fact that although we don't share many interests, we do share a few, like cooking and we both love food and going out. A big part and each other, obviously. But a, a big part of it is your long term goals. And that sounds so cheesy. And we don't mean, you know, like, you have to have a list of five things that you want oh to do. God, yeah. But ever live by a five-year plan. You know, just things that in your life where you see yourself going in 20 years, something like that. And if you're both on the same page with that, then, you know, there's no reason why it can't work. Yeah. And that is really what being in a relationship is about. It's about being with someone who you know, who you trust, and who you want to see yourself growing old with. Yeah, 100%. So I guess that's our take on it it's very much our own take on it um and our own experience which is the start of this i guess we're sharing it with you so it's the that... start of something beautiful <laughs> we... i mean beautiful yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think yeah we were just wanted to like lay it out so that you all knew the reason why we got married when we did and we'll take it from there with weekly kind of or maybe bi-weekly 
weekly movies a bit ambitious at the moment. Our production schedule has yet to be determined, so it's probably going to be bi-weekly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd love it to be weekly. It's, uh, we'll see how Maybe. well this episode yeah, goes, we'll right? we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll start sharing with you all little snippets from our live, obviously the funny bits. We'll probably give you some candid bits as well. I think we've got one final bit to cover, and that is our special feature of the week. <laughs> can I? Can I just? Can I just pause you? I think we should probably redo that bit. I, I, I don't know how how good that would have sounded. Okay. So right, go. You want me to do it? Okay. Okay, shot number two. I mean, this would be quite funny if the first bit was fine. So our final little bit is our special feature of the week. So here we just want to talk about anything which is interesting. So it could be food, it could be drinks, it could be where we want to go on holiday, or it could just be some useful little tidbit of advice that we've heard that we just want to share with you. Basically, it's pretty much anything, and it's a hook to make you listen to the whole episode. <laughs> so it's like the bonus <laughs> post-credits. <Yeah. laughs> the, uh, the final star. No, so this week we are absolutely loving, obviously, we've had the heat wave, maybe it's our summer, probably is, uh, let's hope not, but it is the Sip Smith Gin, which is lemon flavoured or lemon infused, lemon infused I think it is. Yeah, it's lemon infused. So we got given this for our first anniversary from my sister, and well, I think over like a week and a half, we've drunk it all. Yeah. <laughs> It's gone, it's gone pretty quick. It's really delicious, it's nice and strong, so it's not like one of these weak gins, which is only 37.5%. I'm quite into my, like, mixing, so I don't know a huge amount, I wouldn't be that cocky, but I know enough to know that this is a delicious gin. Yep, so good gin that we both really, really enjoy, and obviously, like, Sipsmith gins from quite small, well, she's probably quite big now, but... Um, it's quite a premium brand. A premium distillery. Yeah, that's why I describe um, it. And so if you're looking for a little tipple, I definitely recommend it. Obviously, it's probably the topper end of the bud. Topper? <laughs> Top end of the budget, which, yeah, I mean, we're not always going to advocate that because we don't always want to be spending like 40, 30, 40 pounds on a bottle of gin. But, yeah, this was a present. This one's particularly special, yeah. And what's great about it is... If you fancy a G&T in a nice hot sun, um, it's perfect because all you need, ice, tonic, and pour this over your... Oh. Oh. That's right. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That is right. I mean, I always... Ice. Ice, ice gin, then tonic. That's the order I usually do it oh, in. Yeah. No, but ice... No, that would have definitely worked. Ice, tonic, and pour it over your gin. <laughs> no, that wouldn't work. But anyway, you know, you know how to make a gin and tonic. And for an added little bonus, we always recommend the old Jamie Oliver. Spank your basil and put it into to get a little bit of extra flavour. Always spank your herbs. Very important step. But yeah, so our recommendation for the week or our special feature is the Sipsmith Gin Lemon. For this week, we're going to leave you. And next week, we will discuss... A topic that we're yet to think of but definitely tune in have a great week and we'll see you soon ta-da for now is that it you're not gonna say bye <laughs>